Tonight we gather once again to hear God's gracious story, a love beheld in the face of an infant baby born in Bethlehem, whose birth brings good news of great joy for all people. Yet our familiarity with the Christmas story also makes it quite predictable, doesn't it? We know what to expect. We know what happens, don't we? A census leads the Holy Family to Bethlehem. Jesus is born and laid into a manger. Angels appear and tell shepherds what's going on. And the shepherds hurry to find the baby just as the angels had said and then tell Mary and Joseph what they had seen and heard. And then they go back home praising God for what had happened. It's a beautiful story that for Mary and Joseph was anything but predictable, but for us has been romanticized in our beautifully adorned nativity sets on the Christmas cards we send to one another and even as ornaments that we hang on our Christmas trees. Honestly, our familiarity with the story is a good thing because the season of Advent allows us to wait with the expectant hope and great joy of the Holy God becoming human in order to make humanity holy. Yet it can also impede us from truly understanding the depths of what really happened that first Christmas. I find that if we allow ourselves to hear the story without truly listening to what it says, then we run the risk of missing God's voice in it. In fact, we might miss verse 19 altogether in which Luke writes, But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Have you ever stopped to think about what Mary was pondering in her heart that first Christmas? I think Mary was pondering the unbelievable, the unimaginable, and the undeniable work of God in her life. I wonder, as Mary held her baby in her arms, was she pondering the events leading up to the birth of Jesus? You see, Mary's world was turned upside down when the angel Gabriel first confronted her. After scaring her half to death with his arrival, he then announced that she was going to have a baby out of wedlock. And despite her shock and fear, did Mary wonder why God had chosen her? After the angel left, did she begin to think to herself, how do I tell Joseph that God has chosen me to birth the Son of God? Will he think that I'm a cheater? Will he break off our engagement and leave me all alone to be seen as an adulterer and a liar among our people? How will anyone believe me without thinking that I'm crazy? What is God doing in all this and what is going to happen to me? Did she ponder the comfort and the confirmation she felt upon visiting with her cousin Elizabeth and finding out that she had experienced a similar story? Did Mary think about the difficulty of making the journey to Bethlehem as a fully pregnant woman? Did she remember the weariness of the travel and the uncomfortable long and bumpy road? Did she ponder her fear of what others might say or even what they did say upon arriving in Joseph's hometown of Bethlehem? Did Mary ponder her first thoughts when she went into labor and there wasn't a vacancy, not even a guest room available for them in Bethlehem? 
Did she reflect on God's provision of a small room and a stable and the irony that the Son of God slept in a feeding trough for animals and not in a crib? Did she think to herself, this is not how I envisioned the birth of my first child. I wanted family and friends to be here to celebrate with us. Did Mary ponder the unexpected arrival of shepherds who had left their sheep behind to see the child laid in the mangers just as the angels had said? Did she reflect on their story as they explained that angels had surprised them in the quiet of the night sky, revealing the birth of the baby who is the Savior, the long-awaited Messiah, the Lord? Did she ponder that the God of the universe had intentionally come to the ordinary people of Israel, to two peasant parents, to lowly shepherds who were rough around the edges? Did she wonder why God had chosen simplicity over pageantry? Did Mary ponder that God can show up in the midst of the mundane and yet can also surprise us with signs and wonders when we least expect it? As she held her precious son in her arms, did she ponder the joy he would bring to Israel while also wondering what would happen next you see the christmas story calls all of us to ponder to reflect and like mary to treasure all these things in our hearts the birth of jesus calls us to ponder the goodness the faithfulness and the provision of god in our own lives and when we finally take time to break away from the busyness of life when we turn off the noise that so easily drowns out the silence around us, and when we pray for God to speak to us, we are able to truly ponder and treasure all these things in our hearts too. I find that when we ponder the wonder of the Christmas story, we discover the love of God that pursues us through the mystery and the majesty of the Incarnation. We find that God goes to great lengths to get our attention and to call us into a relationship with him. We find that God works in mysterious ways and that God shows up when we least expect it. We find out that God draws near to us, calling us by name, inviting us to trust him and assuring us that we have absolutely nothing to fear. We find that God leads us on a journey that isn't always certain. A journey that can be wearisome at times, one that has bumps along the way and that may make us question whether or not God is even with us. But along this journey, we will experience moments of crisis where there doesn't seem to be an open door or even room in the end. Yet even in our moments of uncertainty, God provides in a way that we would have never have chosen, but that assures us that he has never left us nor forsaken us. And in the midst of it all, we find that there's joy to be had and shared because God ultimately is all that we really need. We also find that God is at work around us and among us, even when we can't see it, bringing others into our lives in astonishing ways. 
in this fellowship, we find a shared story of God's amazing love that meets us all in the face of a child who comes not only to save us from our sins, but that we might also see God face to face and follow him wherever he leads us. There's no doubt in my mind that Mary pondered the unbelievable ways in which God had encountered her and revealed the good news of what he was now going to do in and through her. I'm sure she pondered her anxiety and fears and then how God met each one of them in surprising ways. It's possible that in her pondering, in her reflection of what God had done for her and for Joseph, that her anxiety of what happens next wasn't so daunting anymore. In this incredible moment, she held the God of the universe in her arms as he had been and would continue to hold her. So as we ponder the Christmas story this night, may we also ponder the ways in which God has come to us. The ways in which God has called us. The ways in which God has provided for us. And also how God will continue to lead us along the way. As we ponder Mary's journey, may we be reminded that our journey may also have twists and turns. That we will face all kinds of unwanted and even welcome surprises along the way. But most importantly, that God has also not abandoned us but that he is present with us in Jesus the Christ. And while his long-awaited birth became a reality some 2,000-plus years ago, he continues to be born into our hearts and into our lives on a daily basis as living proof that God is still doing the unbelievable and the unimaginable, which is absolutely undeniable for all of us. So friends, during this season of Advent, as it comes to a close, as we anticipate the birth of our Savior, Jesus the Christ, may we too, like Mary, truly ponder the gift of Jesus, the true reason for Christmas, and treasure all of these things in our hearts too. Friends, may it be so this day and forevermore. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.